This is a special little episode with a really close friend of mine. She's incredibly talented at dance and as an artist. She also happens to be one of the most humble and grounded people I know. I'm really looking forward to discussing what her future entails. And I'm also really excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit and learn about the power of now, manifestation, being present, all of that. Here she is. It's Hazuki Kushida. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited so... too. I'm nervous, but. No, no need to be nervous. No need to be nervous. So I like to start off with giving the guests, giving you a little chance to introduce yourself. So where are you from? A little bit about, yeah, who you are and what you're up to these days. Well, I'm Hazuki. You said um, I'm from Victoria. I was born here and I, you from dance, I think we've known each other for four. Yeah, four years. Something like that. It doesn't really feel like that though, but it feels like I've known you longer, but um, yeah, we danced together. I'm 17. Yeah, you're, you're still in high school technically. Yeah, technically I'm still in high school, but I'm in bridge with you bridge program yeah yeah yeah. um but yeah I'm so bad at introducing myself I don't know that was perfect that was absolutely perfect because I was just gonna say like we've only known each other for four years but which is like the years are adding up but that's Mm -hmm. still not very long for how close we are no I know it's so weird it's so weird that's that's nice (laughs) no it's nice it's good um and so yeah so you're technically I guess still in high school but you did a few things you got a little ahead like you figure some stuff out and you're in the bridge program um which kind of means you know you're pretty passionate about dance Mm -hmm. but uh, (laughs) I'd love to go back to the very the very beginning where it all started and what kind of got a little Hazuki into dance what yeah how did you start and um yeah how'd you discover that little side of you well okay I I actually talked to my parents about this the other day and I found out that they put me in this little like trial dance class for a program at Boston Dance um, when I was two. This isn't Boston Ballet, okay, in the States, just to make that clear. (laughs) This is Boston Dance. Um, um, And I was two and Mm -hmm. apparently I was just like sitting in the corner of the room not dancing at all. So my parents didn't think that I would like dance, but they tried putting me this other dance thing at the Y at the YMCA when I was three and I think at that point I started coming out of my shell a bit like I went from sitting to like actually moving Mm -hmm. so that's good good progress progress (laughs) yeah and then when I was four I did tap dancing for a year because I didn't know that you did tap dancing yeah I did tap dancing for a year when I was four Mm -hmm. um but I I joined that because my friend was doing it and my Mm -hmm. my parents were just like okay, your friend is going to do this, so you're going to tap. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Um, but even then, I was still shy. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if the teacher would say, like, okay, everyone freestyle, I would just stand there. Yeah. And that was what was weird about me. Like, Wait, so how old were you then? You were, like, five years old or were you young? Yeah, I was I was four. Okay, four years old. Um, that's, that's pretty young for tap dancing. Like, would yeah. you just, like just well, like I don't know I feel like tap dancing is a hard thing <laughs> to start at a young age I did not know you started with tap that's very cool 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I kind of liked it, but mm-hmm. yeah, not well, exactly because yeah. I, I was so shy that mm-hmm. I did, I just didn't like the idea of having eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I feel like I'm still kind of like that to this day. Which is so like, crazy because uh, <laughs> we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. But yeah, like I love dancing. I also have an older sister. Mm-hmm. And so she did hip hop and stuff and I'd watch her performances. And I think I got a lot of my inspiration to dance mm-hmm. from her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, when it came to taking dance classes, like, yeah, I, I felt uncomfortable a lot of the yeah. times. Um, anyway, and then. Yeah, when was when that trend? I was just gonna say, when was that like transition into like ballet? Like, what was it like? Was yeah. it like your parents being like, "Oh, like you should try ballet"? Yeah, so, Were you, yeah. Yeah. Well, when I started um, elementary school, mm-hmm. there was this um, after-school dance club, like a ballet club, mm-hmm. and so I was I was six years old, I think, and I joined that, and then from there, the teacher of that club, mm-hmm. she kind of suggested to my parents that they put me in dance lessons at Island Dance Studio which is now called Victoria Academy of Ballet so I think since then yeah I've just been I've been training at VB um I love yeah and I think from there my passion just grew (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so I mean this is something that kind of everyone experiences in their own way but what was kind of like you're still dancing so to think that you Mm -hmm. started when you were you know two whether you liked it or not um (laughs) you're still going what kind of has kept that passion inside of you like what's kept you in love with dance and yeah I just find it so interesting that we're all because I had this conversation with my mom the other day and it was like because I have a lot of friends in Vancouver um Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna same names but I think we've talked a few about them like they're not dancing anymore and they're people who I would have thought would have like kept dancing and had a career and so I find it so cool and interesting that there's just like these people that just kind of keep going and like Mm -hmm. what has made you like yeah just kept going um I think well this is this is kind of a common answer and mm-hmm. I wish I had a more interesting answer but honestly like performing mm-hmm. um I I love the whole performance vibe yeah I think like, even the, the smallest things too like if we're on stage and like we make eye contact or mm-hmm. something and we're all yes. acting and having a good yeah. time yeah. um I think that's really fun even in like contemporary pieces or intense contemporary pieces mm-hmm. and we're all super serious and we have this like connection as a group like I find that the so, energy the yeah energy. I love it it's so fun mm-hmm. um yeah and I also think the friendships that I've made at VUB especially I think I don't know there's just something different about dance friends I was gonna that, say I think dance friends are like some of the closest I think friendships and relationships out there and the environment <laughs> that you start dancing in or just like dance in I think is so important mm-hmm. like, yeah for sure I'd love dance as much as I do if it wasn't for some of the people around because like mm-hmm. let's say you're on stage and you like don't like the people you're dancing with <laughs> the vibe is gonna be so off like it's gonna no, be totally but like yeah I have moments where I have to stop myself from like smiling too much like if I'm like looking at you guys on stage <laughs> like especially if it's, like, a serious contemporary piece yeah 
Oh, oh, no, I know. You're biting the insides of your cheeks, like literally. (laughs) Yeah, it's so fun. And I think especially at VAB, like we all have such a close bond and that just makes everything a lot more fun. And I I don't want to leave from that, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So you love performing, you love the performance. Do you enjoy the process of like being in the studio? And Uh it's like the piece hasn't started yet. So we don't know what we're going to do. I love the like not knowing what the piece is going to be. But then once we get to know the piece a little bit, I'm like excited for it to be done. Like I like it being starting, then being done and performing. When some people love the like it being built. Mm -hmm. Which I I get that. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's a question in there, but what? Yeah. Yeah, I think, no, I, I really love the process as well. I think mm-hmm. it, you learn so much from the process itself. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, perform, having performance um, experience is mm-hmm. going like, to grow as an artist. Like, it's going to help you. Yeah, it's going to help you grow as an artist. But the process, too, like working with choreographers um, and adapting to different, like, styles and, um, yeah, I think it's all really fun. And it's so exciting at the same time, like you said, like the whole process of seeing where, what it's going to look like, like mm-hmm. what the piece might turn out yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I find that really exciting. Like I like, yeah. um, I'm going to say like Angela. I mean, people listening might not know who Angela is, but Angela's um, one of our teachers and choreographing like with her or like we had some, I guess I'm going to call them little workshops um because we don't know where the where the piece has gone (laughs) yeah (laughs) we want to we want to bring it back um and I really really enjoyed how she approached like using your choreography like using the students choreography and all that like do Mm -hmm. you choreographing is that something that you would maybe keep exploring through your kind of dance career dance future or are you kind of yeah I think I I do like choreography choreographing sorry Mm -hmm. that was (laughs) (laughs) I do like choreographing Uh um I think I don't know I I don't know where it's gonna take where it's gonna take me I don't know if that's what I want to do but I think especially oh like right now for example one Mm -hmm. of the assignments that we have for bridge choreographing a solo Mm -hmm. like I think that has been really fun for me Mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like so hard like I yeah, actually yeah. I actually thought I know what am I trying to say I didn't think chore- choreographing would be easy but I thought maybe more ideas would like easily flow into my mind because like oh I'm just moving mm-hmm. but it's, it's so, so much it's so much more like planning out mm-hmm. at least for me like the way that I approach like my choreography is like planning out um like what the what I want the storyline to kind yes, of look like and like yes, yeah, thinking yeah. about the theme and then how am I going to turn that theme into movement it's like mm-hmm. so many different aspects you have to think about mm-hmm. um anyway I don't know where I was going with that no I kind of want to add on because I like what you're saying I like even when I was approaching the like choreographing I, I was about to say it wrong there as well it's such a, <laughs> it's such a weird word um choreographing choreo- yeah when I was um, when I yeah was approaching it I kind of was like I was left with this oh my god this is the opportunity to do like whatever I want to do and like 
any steps, mm-hmm. any movement. Like I can make it feel how I want to feel. So, yeah. But then when you start, you're like, like I don't know <laughs> what to do. But yeah. I don't like. It's such a. But it's also so fun that we have this opportunity to create something completely how like how we want it to look. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another thing, maybe I was talking about this with you, or maybe it was some other people, but it was like you just know we have a very talented group of people like our year is very talented so you just know that everyone's is going to be so good and And it's all going to be so different too so different so unique and so you're kind of like oh like I really want to you want to do yourself proud because like you know everyone else is like such hard workers Mm -hmm. so I'm so excited for just to see everyone oh it's gonna be so good yeah and that's actually also another thing I love about dance and like going kind of back Mm -hmm. to the other question like every single dancer is so different Mm -hmm. and I think seeing how people interpret different things and like how they move is just so interesting Mm -hmm. so yeah I really like that about dance as well I just thought I'd mention that no I love it I love it so kind of continue on with the subject of dance and we don't have to talk too much about it but we have I mean this is like it gives me like goosebumps or like a funny stomach talking about it but we have kind of like one more year and a bit left of being I guess what you call like students mm-hmm. um, students training in a dance school sort of thing what is you're obviously I'm gonna say obviously you know interested in pursuing a <laughs> career in dance um it's a funny thing it's a big world out there yeah is that sure is. <laughs> elaborate a little bit on that is that something that I'm right like that is something you kind of want to dabble in and test it out and do you have a little bit of you know kind of we talk about like the whole years like how many years are you giving yourself anyways we don't have to talk too much about it but I'd love to hear Mm -hmm. a little bit about what you'd love to do with dance yeah I think for me I mean right now definitely I'm trying I'm gonna see where I can go with dance like in the professional world yeah yeah but I don't know I'm honestly I'm just trying to like go with the flow yeah no <laughs> like I'll audition for places companies see what happens with that no honestly that's how I feel like I think we're all kind of in this position where it's like it's becoming a reality of like oh shoot like we are actually going to have to audition because for so long it's like this kind of thing in the distance of like oh my god yeah like maybe one day we'll audition for companies and like maybe we'll get a job or but now that it's coming to the point where it's like no like this is actually our reality yeah it's like oh god it's so scary it's so scary but it's exciting it's exciting yeah it's exciting at the same time but yeah to think that at like eight you'll be 18 I'll be 19 trying to get like there's just so many dancers I guess what I'm trying to say is there's so Mm -hmm. many of us and so it doesn't feel very stable and it doesn't feel very reliable thinking like oh we have a chance that sounds so negative on us no but I don't know it's so true though and I think that's also like one of the reasons that's one of the reasons for me at least like that I have considered stopping Mm -hmm. dance Mm -hmm. because it's like there are so many people working towards the same goal and and like the same age as me or like younger for that matter that are working towards this goal of becoming a professional but then in my mind I'm sometimes like why am I why am I why am I trying trying yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um 
Well, I think you should but, keep trying. I think you have a pretty yeah. good shot. I think you have a pretty think, good shot. Girl. We'll see. <laughs> I think you do. I think you should. I think you should keep trying. I will keep trying. I yeah. I think I'm at a point where like, if fear is the only thing holding me back, mm-hmm. then I can work with that, and I'll yeah. just try and see where I go. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like as cheesy as it is, you just gotta believe in yourself. You just gotta go mm-hmm. for it. Because I think. I honestly do think the more confident you approach it, the better it's going to go. I don't know. Like, obviously, Mm -hmm. we haven't really ventured into it yet. So we don't we have no clue. But I just think you can't you can't hold back. You just got to you got to go for it. I'm speaking like this, but I'm yeah, I'm terrified. Don't (laughs) worry. Yeah. Anyways, kind of transitioning away from dance a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking a little bit about your other creative sides because you're a very you're an artsy little girl you're quite creative <laughs> um, and I'm kind of curious about like when did you kind of I guess discover that you enjoyed artsy things that you enjoyed drawing you have a very good eye for like I'm gonna say like colors and aesthetics and your little edits what kind of yeah how did you get into that what, when did that come into your life I think for me, well, drawing specifically, probably ever since I could pick up a pencil, mm-hmm. I really loved it. And my dad used to draw as a hobby. So mm-hmm. um, I would always look at his sketchbooks and be inspired by his work. And I would like always draw in his sketchbooks and stuff. Um, so I'm sure I get my love of drawing from him. Also, even like with photography and stuff like that. My dad is the one person in my family who is constantly taking pictures. Like wherever we go, wh- wherever we are, he's always the one taking pictures. And <laughs> I'm sometimes like, why are you taking so many pictures? Like, stop taking pictures. But um, I've turned into that. And like, I love taking pictures um, and just like holding on to memories and stuff. So I think that just kind of turned into a hobby. Like, I, I like holding on to memories and then taking pictures and then mm-hmm. that's just kind of turned into mm-hmm. like I can't really pinpoint a specific time yeah, that, yeah, that no, turned into like a that makes sense what I mean yeah that makes sense um yeah and is that something that you you kind of want to carry alongside dance and let's say in some crazy world dance doesn't work out which I can't see that happening <laughs> but let's say it doesn't you know is the photography and the editing and the drawing like is that the something you pursue as a career maybe yeah I can I can see myself going into those things like I really love doing those um creative like artsy things um like I considered I considered graphic design as a career path um a couple years ago like not now that's not my focus right now but before I did consider graphic design because I do like you know visually aesthetic things um and designing like even designing the logo for your podcast like that was yeah yeah yeah. um Mm -hmm. I love doing those types of things so yeah I, I have thought about that and how it can kind of be a potential career that's very cool very fun I'd love to transition into something that's honestly completely different but something (laughs) that I was so excited to talk about with you and I think is so cool because I I don't know too much about it myself I kind of wish I did so I've dabbled a little bit in it but it's Mm -hmm. it's the whole kind of 
manifestation, you know, being present, um, I guess a little bit of meditation, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I want to dive into it, but before we kind of get really into it, <laughs> I kind of, I want to talk about your reading because you've been reading some books lately yeah. and, you know, one morning you came to the studio and you're like, guys, guys, I feel so inspired. Like, and I loved it. And I want to kind of bring that conversation back a little bit. And I'd love for you just to talk a little bit about the books you've been reading um, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So what's yeah. kind of, you pick, what's a book that stood out to you or one that you're reading now or yeah. Okay. Well, um, okay. Wait, before I talk about books, can I just preface yes. one thing? I yes. not, I don't want to recommend things as if I'm this whole like experienced reader who's a bookworm and like all of that, because I'm not, I literally started getting into books this year. Like I read uh, one book a year probably up until this year and but now I'm trying to read more anyway I just thought I'd make that clear because no, I... <laughs> yeah. um, all good all good yeah anyway um I think I've well you kind of talked about it but I've been reading a lot of uh like inspirational type books I've been reading self-help mm-hmm. uh self-improvement type books um, yeah yeah which I never thought I'd read those types of books, but it's honestly helped me a lot for my mental and my emotional health. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just completely opened my mind to new ways of thinking. Um, yeah, it's changed your perspective a little bit. Yeah, I think yeah. for one one book, The Power of Now by Eckhart yes. Tolle, which we can kind of get more into in a bit. I'll just mm-hmm. mention my, the other books that I have yes. off the top yeah, of my yeah. head. Um, I also like the book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I think that's how you say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that book could be a nice introduction to self-help type mm-hmm. of books for people who are interested. Um, What's that book about? It, what does it talk about? It basically focuses on four life um, lessons, like four mantras to live by. Um, and it dives into those like four life lessons and how living by those will help with your overall happiness and attitude towards life and the people around you in general um Ooh. yeah it's a really short and simple book um but it, it also covers like pretty complex themes but it's it it's a mind opener for sure um another book I like was called you are a badass <laughs> by Jensen yeah by Jen Sincero I think that's how you say your name um and that book kind of helps you to understand your potential as a person it also touches on the law of attraction which is fun um it's like a motivational book um and it was it was one of the first self-help books that I read um yeah and it was really I personally really liked it yeah those are a few so let's take it back a little Mm -hmm. bit and let's talk I guess I don't know where there's just so much we could talk about with this Mm -hmm. subject um so I guess it's really where you want to start but what really stood out to me and even just like this kind of little statement the idea of like the power of now and being kind of in the moment present kind of I guess being grateful for where you are right now instead of always worrying about like when and what Mm -hmm. and if elaborate a little bit more on what you got from reading that book or just from that kind of statement um obviously I've not read this book Mm -hmm. so I don't I'm just taking from what I the power of now what that kind of means to me a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd love for you to elaborate a little bit on what that means to you yeah sure um so 
well, basically the, the book, The Power of Now, it talks about how the present moment is all there is in your life ever and how mm -hmm. the time that you spend worrying about the future or regretting something from the past, it all is going to cause emotional stress or emotional pain in the present moment. Um, and that ruins your happiness. So I think for me, like understanding that book on a, on a deep level, um, it helped me release like stress and worry in my life. But I mean, even with that said, like, it's not like every day of my life, I'm completely happy, you know, but like, it's just not realistic. Yeah. But um, mm -hmm. I think the book also taught me in that way to, like, to be more aware of my thoughts and recognizing that I can make choices to shift my thoughts and it's all about like catching yourself if you're in a negative headspace like being able to recognize that you you are the person who can make that decision um I think that was that helped me yeah yeah and I was also gonna say like elaborating a little bit like you also don't have to be the person that you were like five minutes mm -hmm. ago like have you heard that little quote yeah, yeah, like yeah. that idea of you know you yeah if you're in a bad mood or a bad mindset like you don't you don't have to mm -hmm. be like you can change that and and I that kind of helps like calm me down as well a little bit in some situations and also that idea of fear I think also means you care mm -hmm. like I think if you and it's like same with like butterflies and if you're nervous like that just means you care and so I think there's a cool kind of idea of like recognizing okay like oh I'm feeling anxious but then being able to be like no okay but like maybe that's tomorrow or maybe that's like in the evening or maybe it's a month away like sometimes I feel like us dancers get like so nervous mm -hmm. like we're getting nervous about auditioning and that's still a year yeah <laughs> the perfect example like we like yes we need to be thinking about the bigger picture and thinking ahead but like yeah that's still a year away. like we've got time mm -hmm. yeah for sure um I want to then jump to the next, I think this was the next book you talked about. Um, but I'd love for you, if you can remember, if you can't, that's completely fine. But what were the four things? Um, yeah, the four what, life lessons. What did you call them? Or mantras or whatever. Do you remember what they were? Do you want to share a little? Yeah, I think, so the first one is be impeccable with your word. The second one is don't take things personally. The third thing is don't make assumptions. And then the last thing is always try your best or always do your best is there yeah. and it, yeah it elaborates in the book is there one that stands out the most to you I think for me I think to not take things personally mm -hmm. um and also always do your yeah. best the, those two I I really I always try to remind myself um with the one that's like don't take things personally that one I think it's I think anyone can relate to this, how we're all pretty, like we care about what people think mm -hmm. of us a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. um, but I think with that, every single person has a different um, belief system. Everyone has their own stories and like, you know what I mean? So that means who we are to another person, like their idea of me is like, completely different to how I see myself yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean I don't know how to no I exactly think you explained that really really well yeah I don't know yeah so I think looking at it like that 
kind of made me think like okay people's opinions aren't gonna matter like about because their their experiences are gonna affect how they see things it's like Mm -hmm. totally everyone with their own traumas or not trauma like experiences they're gonna I don't know if this is a good example but read a book differently like or watch a movie and that movie's mm-hmm. going to affect them differently because of maybe a past relationship they've had or and I've never thought about it like that but I think that's so true with how they've gone about their life or how they grew up that's going to change how they view you I yeah I like yeah. that I never thought about that yeah. that's cool um I also want to <laughs> say those two things that you said that kind of stood out to you the most are very mm-hmm. very connected to dance I feel like like don't take things personally yeah. you the dance world like don't take yeah. things personally <laughs> and the always do your best uh-huh. again like always do your best. I just found that really interesting that mm-hmm. yeah and even with like always yeah and even with like always doing your best with that like every single day is going to be different like your best is going to be different mm-hmm. each time depending on your mood and depending on how yeah. you're doing like my best maybe if I'm like really sad the best that I can do isn't going to be the same as my best when I'm at my best no I think it's like if I'm like oh I was gonna say like your best is good enough in that moment like if that makes sense like yeah and yeah I feel like there's a better way of wording this but it's like your best is your best and it's good (laughs) enough for how you're doing that moment like you Uh just have to trust that you're doing your best um this is something that I didn't mention to you beforehand so I don't know we can we can talk about it we don't have to I want to talk a little bit about your meditation Mm -hmm. um and kind of the impact all all of this has had on your life a little bit I'm also curious are you religious in any way now I'm not gonna we don't have to talk too much about like religion but I'm just curious if like any of your kind of interest in this kind of self-help sort of like meditation guide and stuff like is it in your family at all like is it from <laughs> any of it from your culture or is it really just you having an interest in it I, I think it's just me having an interest in it like I, I'm not a very mm-hmm. religious person um mm-hmm. and I don't really come from a very religious family so I think mm-hmm. yeah this is a lot of this is just me like doing it for fun like learning all these things mm-hmm. um to yeah. kind of help myself and kind of look at things look at life in a different way and in a more open-minded way yeah I like that so I'm curious I love to talk a little bit about like the law of attraction Mm -hmm. because I think that's so cool yeah um for those who don't know what it is Hazuki do you want to give a little definition or explanation to what the law of attraction is sure um, okay, I'm not an expert in this topic. Mm-hmm. I also not have either. to make that clear. We're both um, far from experts, but this uh-huh. is just our opinion. We're sharing it, our Yeah, opinion. it's just, it's fun. It's, I love, I love learning about this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, so manifestation is basically using your thoughts and your energy to create the reality that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the law of attraction, it relates to that concept because the law of attraction um, is the theory that like attracts like. So for manifestation to work, um, the energy and the thoughts that you put out into the universe, it's going to have an effect on what you attract into your life. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think 
I don't know. Does that make sense? No, that made sense. And I think it's so funny. I'm smiling so big like right now because it's so because I mean, I'm awful and I make a lot of jokes a little bit about the whole like law of attraction. Like we all like (laughs) as a friend group at dance, we're constantly, you know, putting say it, put it out into the universe, you know, like that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. And I make we make all the jokes, but it's I think it's so cool. And I like maybe I I don't know, like maybe someone listening doesn't believe in it at all. But like I'm a full believer. Like I think it's so interesting. I think if you really do put enough energy in toward like towards mm-hmm. something, I think it does. I think it comes. Yeah, true. no, totally. Because manifestation, I think that yeah, I think manifestation and the law of attraction it can often be really misunderstood. It's also been kind of like popularized yeah. in like a weird yeah. kind of it's become like trendy, so I think it's lost its like true yeah. meaning. Not that we're like some like no, law of attraction like <laughs> queens or anything but it's become a little trendy even like with the like stones Mm -hmm. and like chris and like like, tiktok which is yeah yeah tiktok kind of yeah please continue what you're saying um yeah yeah i think when people don't believe in it that's when it's really not going to work and so that's why it might not work for some people and some people choose to not believe in it which that's totally fine if you don't believe in the law of attraction and all this kind of stuff yeah um it's just it's not as simple as what some people think and um like it's not what do you mean by that yeah okay. elaborate that a little bit because I'm curious sorry <laughs> because I think no no I'm I I'm curious because I I want to read more uh-huh. about it because I'm honestly one of those like people I don't know tons about it I just like I love talking mm-hmm. about it and I love hearing about it um and that's kind of why like I believe in it but talk a little bit more about yeah like yeah okay well from what I know (laughs) from what I know I think okay if you go into all of that all of this law of attraction stuff thinking that if you just imagine your goals and your dreams and think positively and you'll get what you want like that's not exactly how it works um Mm -hmm. a quote a quote that has really stuck with me is you attract Mm -hmm. what you are not what you want so what that means so what that means is that because humans um, and everything in the universe are vibrating at a certain frequency like we're all energy and we're all vibrating at a certain frequency you attract things that match that certain frequency you're vibrating at if that makes sense so okay if so for example if let's say you wake up and you're you're just gonna be like okay today's such a bad day and you're sad and you're tired you're vibing at this like low frequency that means you're gonna attract Mm -hmm. more sad low vibes into your life because that's what matches Mm -hmm. the vibe that you're vibing at (laughs) if that makes sense no it makes sense and I what was I was listening to one podcast and they talked a little bit about this and it was like this idea of if like one bad thing happens to you and you let that bad thing be like your main like take up your whole mindset then like multiple bad things are going to keep happening to you that day because you're almost looking for the bad things like you're giving yourself a chance to see the good things happening so if you like stub your toe you're gonna be like oh my god like I'm so annoyed I stubbed my toe like this is gonna be a bad day so then like something else bad's gonna happen you're like exactly this is a bad day like you're you're getting yourself trapped in like a never-ending cycle yeah yeah 
is that I don't know is that yes, kind of right yes, no that... to- it's totally right yeah. yeah um yeah so you're pretty much just attracting like what the energy that you put out so I think manifestation it's not just about the whole dreaming aspect it's all about how mm-hmm. you're feeling and the energies the energy that you you're like that, that you, you put, put out. out um yeah no and you don't have to say um a specific example but I'm curious very like broad and vague kind of answer is completely fine but have you experienced the law of attraction working in your favor yeah (laughs) you have I love it and again please like don't you do not have to share because it's a very personal thing but I'm just curious like is it something that you know you preach and you do and have you experienced I guess results I don't know that doesn't seem like the right word but I get what yeah where you're coming from um I think well ever since I was really young I feel like I have I've had I've always been a pretty intuitive person and I think I've I've always Mm -hmm. felt like this connection I don't really I don't know how to describe it I feel like I sound ridiculous talking about this stuff though but no I'm (laughs) No, Hazuki, I'm going to interrupt yeah. you for a second and share an example to make you feel like you don't okay. sound ridiculous because I feel ridiculous that I'm about to share this. But when I was younger, I used to be able to do this. Oh my God, this is so, <laughs> uh, this might get cut out. I don't know. But this one kind of stoplight that we'd come to before you turn into my dance studio. So I'd um, come to a full stop of it like every single day when I went to dance. And um so every single day I'd be like, if it's a green light, we'd go straight through. It's going to be, um, I think it was like, it's going to be a good day at dance. And if it's a red light, it's not going to be a good day. And it was accurate every time. Oh I swear. God. Like, I'm not joking. Like, and again, like, I don't know what sort of this is. And I think maybe that was kind of the start of my whole, like being interested in like, I guess the law of attraction and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a pretty like shit example, if I'm being fully <laughs> honest, but like, I'm not and the tiniest thing. Uh, the tiniest bad thing would happen but then I'd be like oh my god well we stopped at a red light and the bad thing literally could be like I forgot like my bun wasn't very good that you know what I mean like it wouldn't be like oh my god the whole day was bad um nor would it be that was the best day of my life if it was a green light but I used to do that as a kid so don't worry I sound ridiculous (laughs) you do not sound no you're fine but sorry I just went on a whole no that's totally fine I love that story that's really funny I just can't it's kind of crazy it's kind of weird but um you yeah go on what were Um, you saying if you can remember sorry no no no. that's totally fine I think I think I was like 10 or 11 and there was this one time when I was really sick I think I got like the fever or something Mm -hmm. and I was in bed at night and I was just like please whoever's listening to me like out in this universe please, I hope I'm not sick. Like, I hope I can just not be sick tomorrow. Like, please, I am begging you. Like, I'm so grateful for this life that I live. Like, please bring me all the good in my life. Like, I still remember that I had those thoughts. And then the next day, I was completely healed and I was fine. And I was like, whoa, someone, like, there was this higher power, like, out there that listened to me. And, you know, I like to believe that um, there is something. something. I think that's really comforting yeah I think it's like so special to have 
that little connection and to have little things like that happen in life. If you could give any advice, a little tip to someone who wants to maybe get into this whole kind of law of attraction sort of manifestation, um, do you have like a little advice? Is it reading a book? Is it just going for it and kind of waking up one morning? Is it journaling? Is it like, do you have something Mm -hmm. that maybe... Yeah, like a little tip for someone that does want to get started. That's a good question. Um, I think if you're willing for change to happen in your mindset mm-hmm. and you are open to that, then I feel like you could totally kind of make things happen for you with um, all this spiritual yeah, type. Yeah, I know. It's kind of hard. It's such a big thing. I don't know what to, yeah. Yeah, um, advice. I think definitely doing research on it, like watching YouTube videos, um, reading. Yes, all those are good. But I think it also starts with becoming self-aware of your own thoughts. Um, I think why maybe you can struggle like coming up with giving advice or tips for this is because it's such an internal discovery I want to say like I think it's something Mm -hmm. that you find and you become interested in because maybe that's just a little bit of the type of person you are as well I think um Mm -hmm. but I think you did a really good job at answering it when you mentioned the books and the researching because I think once you start reading about it you start like getting a passion for it you like kind of fall in love with it a little bit I think because I didn't know anything about it until a few like a year ago I was gonna say a few years ago but like not even that because it was like last year of high school in the summer even like hearing you talk about it made me go home and be like "Ooh, like I want to learn a little bit more about it and that's Mm -hmm. kind of that was my my introduction into it I don't know if that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I think uh for one thing finding ways to raise your vibrations <laughs> which sounds mm-hmm. kind of silly but finding ways to make to kind of make yourself happy is going to raise that um vibe that you're gonna be in <laughs> like that frequency level um yeah all of that because we had kind of just talked about um frequencies and vibrations and stuff like that um because when when you're vibing at a high frequency you're you're pretty much allowing more um positive things and opportunities to kind of flow into your life when when your vibrations are are like it's almost like the energy like if you change Mm -hmm. your energy the energy around you is going to be different Mm -hmm. i guess like maybe that's a different another way of saying it sort of Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that does make sense so I think you can always um, you can always raise your vibrations by meditating, like being in the present moment, like we were just talking about. Being in the present is already going to raise your vibes to a higher level. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, also, okay, complaining. I I think anybody's guilty of like you know, complaining about things in their life, and there's absolutely yeah, nothing. You are the least you are if you say right now that you complain no for people <laughs> listening you don't understand Hazuki is the like the least complainer I don't know if that's even English but like <laughs> you do not complain at all 
I feel like I do. I mean, maybe in my mind, I'm a lot more like mm-hmm. my mind, my inner world. Is that what you call it? Like my inner, You're like inner dialogue yes, sort of? is like running like crazy. So in my mind, mm-hmm. I will think of like different things to complain about. Yeah, I yeah. might not voice it, but in my mind, I will be thinking about it. But mm-hmm. I think for and there are no, there are times when I do complain. Like even if it's we all complain small, a little. Yeah, 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 we all complain a little. Um. But complaining, the thing with that, it's like it really lowers your vibe. I keep saying vibe, 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 but like it really does. And it makes you kind of turn into this victim in a way. Like when you complain, you become, you get into this like victim mentality where it's like, oh, this thing happened to me. And like, now I'm sad. It's because of this thing that I feel Mm -hmm. the way that I feel. But if you can kind of catch yourself in that moment when you have that thought, and be like, okay, what can I do to change my perspective on this to make myself not be annoyed? Like, what can I do? And then mm-hmm. go from there, you know? So I feel like complaining is such, I don't know. I don't know why I kind of brought that up, but complaining is no, a huge. No, I, I yeah. love that. I think that I really resonate with that. I think that's, I think you said that beautifully because I think it is true. I think once you kind of put yourself in this position of kind of being the victim I don't know maybe it's really harsh saying like putting yourself but I think it's a little bit of that Mm -hmm. it's so easy to just get stuck in it Mm -hmm. and like we were saying a few minutes ago then you do just kind of get stuck in this cycle of bad vibes I don't know (laughs) I don't yeah yeah and I don't want to make it sound like I don't want to make it sound like um, complaining's bad complaining is bad, bad and that that this is easy like shifting your mindset is easy because it's definitely not um, but if you can at least like catch yourself in certain moments then that's already a step towards becoming more aware and once you're aware mm-hmm. of your thoughts then that's a step towards like raising your vibrations and then once you mm-hmm. raise your vibrations you're attracting more like good good into your life if that makes sense yeah and then you're gonna have an amazing life yeah (laughs) no I love it I think that's so cool and I've enjoyed this conversation so much and (laughs) I have one more final question to ask you and it's something I ask all my guests and again you can take as long as you want to answer um it's a pretty it's a pretty big question but it's um it's what do you want to be remembered for what does Hazuki yeah, what do you want to be remembered for? Take your time. No rush. There's okay, I read somewhere online. I I should have saved this. I think it was a quote by Maya Angelo, I think. Mm-hmm. And it was something along the lines of how people are going to remember you not by what you said or not by the things that you've done, but the way you made them feel. Oh, and I like that. um I think I don't know that just came, that just popped into my mind so I feel like I I want to be remembered for being someone who made people feel like some type of positive emotion I don't really know how yeah yeah put it but whether that's like feeling if I can make someone feel happy or supported or inspired like any of that I feel like I would love to be remembered in that way yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I think you're doing that. And this podcast has been um, 
really inspiring itself. And I want to say thank you so much for being a guest. No, thank you for having me. And those listening, I hope you learned something new. I hope you felt inspired. Maybe you have more curiosity about yourself or something. I don't know. I'm going to leave the books down. I'm going to get the titles from Azuki. I'm going to leave them down below for people if they want to check them out. Um, but yeah, thank you again, Hazuki. No, thank thank you. you so much. I love being here. <laughs> oh, bye. Bye.